Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where... Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy. And three, two, one. Oh! Hey! Oh! Hey. Wow, wow, wow. It's the show you'd boo if you could boo a show. <laughs> the Jason Horn Francis it is in Victoria the, of podcasts. It is the refill. Hello, I am Timothy Bahaja. You are Christopher Bowen. What's your middle name? Um, I don't disclose my name. <laughs> For tax reasons. For tax reasons. I'm a Maltese citizen. And because when I say it's danger, no one believes me. (laughs) (laughs) I am Christopher Corruption, Bowen. (laughs) Oh, I like it. I like it. And you lived up to your middle name. (laughs) Have I ever. Um, How are you, mate? Good, mate. You? Very well, thank you. Very well. Good to see you. You're looking a bit bit snug. Yeah, well, winter sort of... Jeez, has it hit hard. Yeah. The um, weekend just gone um, was... Bitter cold. Yeah, and it's not a – not that there's a fun cold. Like I've lived no. in what I would classify as fun cold destinations. Well, you've lived in Canada, which would be fun cold, I suppose. Yeah, you can still do stuff because it doesn't really rain a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, I mean, ours is just – it's kind of just a bit um, a bit depressing if I'm being yeah. genuine yep. with you. Yeah, but that's okay. We get through and that's what we do, you know. We rug up and we soldier on. Yeah, not good for those with no feathers. No, the featherless brigade. Get your akubras on. Get yeah. your beanies on. Get everything on. Just get it on. <laughs> just, just whatever you do to just protect the, the yeah. noggin. Thank you. But, uh, uh, but no, all good, mate. All you, good. You've uh, been, to, been to some football since we last uh, I have spoke. been to some foosball. Uh, Anzac Day, I believe. Looks yes, good. Collingwood Essendon was uh, wonderful. I mean, I hate Essendon. Uh, no offence to the club. I love the club, obviously. We're a very pro-Essendon podcast. The, so. um, the supporter base. And this is traumatic. It's sort of like a trauma for me, why mm. I hate um, Essendon fans. Mm-hmm. And it's because when I was younger... So, say, you know, the mid-80s and Essendon were very good mm. and I had a couple of uncles who were Essendon supporters and they used to just give it to me. Lay into you. Lay into me. And Welcome it to, to the, my life every week. To the point where I was like, I just have a, yeah, just any time. I get triggered. They triggered me. So, yeah. it's always nice to beat them. Uh, but as I said, wonderful club, wonderful people. Um, Great people. Great club. Um, and then, yeah, Collingwood-Sydney was uh, freezing cold, but... Um, Sydney and, played well. Wow. I mean, <laughs> we did forecast that a bit. Um, Gee whiz. At this, in our, in well, our, I didn't. Round, well, I did. I was all in, yeah. Um, in our preview show, but um, massive crowd for such a cold day. Very mm. impressive. Very no, the, impressive. Uh, the Bloods fans come out in drives. They love it, the South Melbourneers. <laughs> yeah, no, they really do. I went to maybe the second biggest game in the home and away calendar, which is... St Kilda, Port Adelaide. Ooh, that would have been... Friday night football. Um, the uh, the household after... Is that, a, is that sort of like a lose-lose in that if you win, you're on the couch, and if you lose, you're on the couch? <laughs> Normally on the couch anyway. <laughs> I'm on the couch right now. The couch cup. The couch cup, yeah. No, look, I... I'm the... Uh, I mean, I haven't lost the couch cup. 
no, uh, since. So, and I'm usually pretty vocal about that. Yep. But, jeez, uh, I was up against it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other participant in the Couch Cup, very mouthy. <laughs> right, a bit lippy. Very, very lippy during the week and sort of pretty pretty happy with where her football side was at. Did we say the peacock feathers were out? They were about. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had mm-hmm. to vacuum them up beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> I sit in the St Kilda members, so obviously plenty of seats. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. a couple of there's a, there was a couple of interactions early between me yep. and some of the fans, and I was like, oh boy, I could be in one here. Could it's, be for a long night. Yep. St Kilda kicked you know four goals, and I tell you what, I've said it before, I'll say it again. How's the heart? On this football club, they've got some ticker. They round two, especially. That's oh, it's, that's propaganda. <laughs> that's corruption. <laughs> but no, look, I tell you what, I was very well behaved mm-hmm. post game. Almost broke my fucking leg because I didn't want to yell in Caitlin's oh, face. So it, so it came out in other physical forms. Something, some something had to come out because it was a, such a crap, mm. tense game. Yep. I was on the AFL app and, you know, once I just got the countdown on there. Yep. So, okay. And so once it got to it, we had the ball with 10 seconds left to it's rub over. two goals. Yep. I hit my leg so hard that once I stopped singing the Port song for the third time and sort of like tried to walk, all of the adrenaline left my body and mm. I was like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> I went down to the St Kilda rooms, but they didn't have any physios left. They sort of checked out, I guess, earlier than the players did. Mm. But I won the Couch Cup, came away with a little little injury. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it was good. It was good to see my first port game for the. Is it my first port game for the year? I actually don't even know. I, I assume so. They haven't played. Yeah, because I didn't go to the often. Collingwood game. Much to the no, sh- the round, to, two. <laughs> round two. Game. Much to the chagrin of uh, a lot of people. A lot of mm. people told me the score for that game anyway. But no, look, it's been great. Um, we don't want to waffle on too much. No. No. So I think we'll jump straight in because we're going to talk a bit of football anyway. Oh, yes. Australian rules football. Me, I like football. Uh, so let's throw it over to Sandra Sully and the late news. Tens late night news with Sandra Sully. We begin with the signing of... Keeping the- you informed. Keeping you involved. Keeping you in touch. Australia's most established late news service. The late night news with Sandra Sully. Weeknights on 10. She's done it again, the kid. Thank you. What do you think Sandra's doing right now in this very moment? I'd say she's listening to the last episode of The Refill. Yeah. You know what? Episode... Gets her pumped up before the late night news. It's, you know what? It was just a whisper. I reckon she's listening to the Olympic episode. Mm. And she's probably thinking like what I was thinking in that moment was, geez, one of us really missed the memo on what we were no, doing she here. Was, she's f- just taking notes. Urinal. <laughs> Honey, how do you spell Dissolve. urinal? <laughs> Oh, Look, great episode! Um, if someone wants to great go back episode, and listen to that. Um, great episode or a dark chapter, you be the judge. <laughs> These are all dark chapters. <laughs> uh, did you want to kick it off? Sure. Uh, the Australian Boomers have named their extended 18-man squad ahead of the 2023 FIBA World Cup, featuring a record number of NBA players um, and the Tokyo bronze medalists as well, obviously. Um, like this game, this team is stacked. It, it to me, it looks stacked, and yeah. I don't even know basketball. So, for the first time, the Boomers have ten. Count them on two hands: ten mm. NBA players, current NBA players in their squad. Patty Mills, 
Um, Thibault, Ingles, Landale, Green, Delavadova, Cooks, White, Daniels, and Josh Giddy up. So it's a it's a super um, strong team. Mm. As I, I think I texted you uh, earlier this week, it's yeah, and that's what I said. I, I said, is this a stacked lineup? Does it look stacked? It is super stacked. It is uh, super exciting too. Yeah. Um, Where are the these FIBA championship games? Uh, hey Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the 2023 FIBA World Championship games, please? She's giving me, she's giving me FIFA. I've asked for FIBA, so like she can fuck her off. And she's Irish or Scottish? She's Irish. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's comforting. It's um, soothing. Um, so yeah, great squad. So I. Sorry. Is that what's the American squad going to look like for this? Is this a? It'll be strong as well. Yeah. It's basically their only real chance to properly play as a team before the Olympics next year. Right. Okay. So I wasn't sure if like a like yeah. they'll have some warm up. You know, they have their standard Olympic warm up games, but this is a great chance to really yeah see where everyone's at. Um, so I think all the teams would be pretty strong. Right. Who who who's the? We're not going to say France because we know they retreat. But who who would be Greece? Are Greece good? Greece have to be good. No, it's um, is it Slovenia with Luka Doncic? Yeah, right. I would have thought Greece they, with all the unrumbles. I think Luka's just so good at the FIBA game yeah. that he carries that. Oh, he's got some good role players, but he's he, that's who Australia beat to get the bronze in the Olympics. For those who don't know what you mean by the FIBA game, me, what's the difference between the NBA and FIBA? Oh well, we could. We could spend like, forty minutes talking about this, but there's a whole lot the of refereeing. The three-point the, the three line is closer. Um, they can do. Don't tell Ben Simmons. <laughs> um, you know the the rules around rebounding and when the ball comes off the rim and are different. It's just yeah. It's just there's like little. It's just probably like certain players flourish under those rules, and and Luke is definitely one of them. Carmelo Anthony, when he played for the US, was another one. He used to just dominate. Olympics. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, but. Um, it's a very exciting team. Um, if I was looking at a starting lineup, you you know you're probably looking at. If I was doing it, it would be um, Josh, Josh Giddy and Paddy Mills as your guards. It would be Josh Green, small forward, Thibault, power forward, and Landale, Landale as your centre. Yeah. That's bloody good D, strong, strong offense. D. Uh, it's in the Philippines, by the way. Not perfect. Sorry, Philippines, Japan, and Indonesia. Interesting, okay. So, um, so... Will you be going over for those? Um, I wouldn't have thought so. Unless, um, unless, watch on TV. Unless one of our sponsors wants to send us over and we can do a live potty from... Is Thonmaker... Yeah, he's Thonmaker's in the squad. In the squad is he yeah. allowed back in the Philippines after <laughs> what happened? Yeah, there's a few. I wonder... Oh, there's a few boys who are in that, this squad who are in that um, all-in rumble, so... Okay. Interesting. Mm. We might have to do a live watch this... Uh, yeah, it might, be a, it might be a, the first WWE slash basketball crossover yeah. event. Yeah, put your uh, trash cans in your yeah, chairs, get your out. chairs out. chairs <laughs> well, There we go. So, so, no, exciting, great, strong team. Uh, looking forward to it. Go the Boomers. Uh, the AFL announces that the great state of Tasmania has been granted the 19th AFL team licence. Uh, days after the licence was granted, all 18 AFL teams supported the state's bid which will see Tasmania join the competition in 2028. Uh, hurrah! 
Hey. Um, that was always going to happen. Well, it was a drawn-out process. Um, a lot of it obviously was based around that stadium being built. But I've seen a few articles from Tasmanians saying, good luck building that stadium, um, just in terms of things get done a little bit slower down in Tasmania. And um, You set is, me up for a, a gag here? No, no, this is literally what I've read. So Interesting. Um, and they do have a sort of housing crisis, so it's, it's a bit of a political hot potato. But, um, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, I'm no, trying so hard here not to not to just don't don't fall into the trap of don't be cliched. Don't be <laughs> it's very cliched. hard not to. Um, but I think it's great for the start. I, I mean, Tassie, I love Tasmania. It's a great part of the world. Uh, has um, produced some unbelievable and footballers, some absolute football royalty. Matthew um, Richardson, mm-hmm. the Rewalts, indeed. Royce so, Hart. I mean, uh, that this, this was always going to happen. My Doug Barwick. Yeah, there you go. My annoyance, mm-hmm. if I can be annoyed at something because that feels like that's my shtick, <laughs> okay. is 2028. Yep. I understand you've got to set up grassroots, pathways, all, all this crap. Yeah. I understand that. You but I've got to build the stadium. Got to build the stadium. Uh, understand that. Mm-hmm. And all this, uh, all this like, you know, pitter-pattering and over the funding and all this yep. sort of... Just the political dribble, okay. If I could call it that, mm, yes. I didn't. I didn't care for that. I don't care for a lot of things like that. That, that just kind of felt like a bit. We were always going to get there, but it was just a bit of pissing and moaning. Yeah, true. From a lot of people, so I didn't like that. But it's it's a great announcement, but like it's so far away mm. that you kind of like. It kind of takes it it a little bit. Of, five years is not that. That will go quick. Yeah. Uh, I guess it is. It's like one. It's like a little bit longer than one Olympic cycle. Mm. It just, I don't know. It just seems like. Yeah, look, it'd be great to get it done sooner rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. And like other two stadiums they have there that they play games at right now, that they can. No, oh, they can easily. Um, they can easily house games. And I think the plan is to have four still in Launceston and eight, or call it whatever it is, in Hobart in the new stadium. But I think the actual one of the stadiums that might be. The Lonnie one is actually getting a $130 million upgrade anyway. So is this federal money or Tasmanian state money? Because, I mean... But there's a lot of money going around. Um, yeah, great. But, look, I think it's a great result. I'm super excited. We, we had a um, chat about what they should be called on an earlier potty. Mm-hmm. I think the Devils is just... It's a lay down as there, right? Yeah. Um, I don't want to... Um, oh, he's going to... I don't want to... I don't. I don't want to. I have to get the get the lawyers ready. Warner oh, Brothers. Warner Brothers need to ship off. No, I Warner. think. I think. Don't think that's um, going to be a problem. Yeah. So the Tassie Devils. Mm. Are we? Is that? Is it in? Is that like a dollar oh one? Yeah. Yeah. And shortening. Yeah. Yeah. Just needed a bit of muscle. Just needed needed a bit of medium muscle to get it. Was, Get it over the yeah, line. it's a different it's a different trademark anyway. People jump the gun with that shit, um, but um, <laughs> <Yeah>, I think <laughs> <laughs> so. Good name. I think they should keep the foundation green. of their green yep. um, s- strip. I love those jerseys. Yeah, they're awesome. They're sick. Yeah, I saw one with a um, V rather than the um, Mapatazzi on there, and oof, oof, mm, strong. Okay, yeah, that, so, that's ours. You want to get into a trademark battle? Yeah, go take, try and take a V. <laughs> yeah. It belongs to Victoria. Um, so, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's great news. Mm, I'm not going to ask you... Now, we're going to talk a bit later about it. Well, that's that. what I'm going to say. I'm not going to yeah. ask you who do you no. think their first players are because we're actually going to just address that later. Well, yeah, we're not going to forecast five years ahead, but we're, just, we're going to... Five minutes. Fast track it and just say, if it happened next <laughs> this year... This weekend. This weekend they're playing. Who, who is it? But yeah, Who's I think, available for I think selection? Be, yeah, it's an interesting ex- exercise, that one. Yeah, I'm going to throw you with, with one of mine. Good, look forward to it. And I, it, lawyers may need to actually get involved... Oh God! Because I've I've potentially picked yourself. No, um, we had to pick a ruckman. (laughs) So, and there's not a lot of strong ruck prospects coming through right now, is there? Let's save that conversation. Yep. All right. So well done, Tassie. Yes. Congrats, Devils. This is exciting. As a left-hander, this is the moment. This is the moment I've been looking forward. And you had a bit of a bounce in your step when you walked in. Just, uh, it's so good. Smugness. What has easily um, been seen as one of the biggest wins for left-handers in the world. Mm-hmm. The AFL Commission announced that long-serving AFL executive Andrew Lefty Dillon... That's actually for- his middle name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is. ...will formally succeed uh, Gillen Wrighty McLaughlin as chief executive of the AFL. Um, at the conclusion of the season, we, th- we think, we hope... <laughs> We don't even um, know anymore, do we? We don't know. We don't know. But um, no, it's great um, for Andrew Dillon, a fellow left-hander, a passionate football man, and has served a hell of an apprenticeship. Long apprenticeship too. Um, I think he started the AFL in 2012. So yeah, that's a good. That's a good service. That's a good service. Um, and look, he's dry as a chip, but. In terms of, um, you know, if we're going to compare him to Gill and, and... We really need it. We don't really need a personality. I think, no, I think right now what we need is... I've been heard, I've heard a few times um, from a few different sources that he is... Whatever room Andrew Dillon's in, he's the smartest person in it. Yeah, and they're so, always the people who... And that's what you need, listen, right? Yep, he's that's a listener, not he's not a talker. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not the smartest room. Um, I think your dog's the smartest... Object in this room? No, he's not. <laughs> he's definitely not. So, no, I think it's, yeah, look, it's well-deserved. And, um, look, let's see what he brings to the table. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy. I, I'm more just sort of, like, happy that, the, I guess, the process is over. Mm. It was starting to come a bit farcical and, like, well, there was... Well, Gil a, announced he was going a year ago. So yeah. It's, it's quite a And he had to take care of some stuff and all that stuff got yeah. sorted and... Yeah. Every box needs to be ticked off, and mm-hmm. you know. Then there was a some jokes that came out. People got upset, and all this sort of. It was just. It was, I think people were. It was getting messy. It was getting messy. People were starting to get, I guess, a little bit over the whole. Yep. There's only so many PowerPoint presentations you can put together before you. Yeah. Wonder whether you've got a job or not. And you've got to you've got to think about it too from the other applicants' point of view, right? Like mm. you've, uh, I'm sure you've you've sat in their shoes where you've gone for a job and it's dragged out and you're sort of sitting in that limbo period. Some yeah. of those some of those people have very important football based jobs already. Yeah, exactly. That they can't be you know no, you, it's, you, you can't be left in that limbo for that long. So that no. was the, my only No, I think that's a fair criticism, yeah. But yeah, happy for him. He served a good apprenticeship. I don't care that he's dry. I mean look at look at the NRL and Peter Volandis. Says some dumb shit every week. Um, yeah, there's plenty of um, CEOs around the world uh, that are, you know, pretty just functional and mm-hmm. just 
Just get the job just done. Just get the job done. That's what we want. I think it's. I think it's. A, I know a lot of the big picture stuff's been ticked off under Gil's reign in the last eighteen months, but I think it's a super important time for the AFL mm-hmm. uh, in the next few years, especially with the concussion stuff. Like that's, yeah. and he's, you know, he's a lawyer by trade, so um, I think his legal now is going to come in very handy. Yeah. What is, what's 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 Gil's lasting legacy for you? If you had to say one thing. Um, I would say women's football. Yep. I would say the AFLW being introduced and taking off um, would be his legacy. I mean, maybe in 10 years we, we say Tasmania, but that sort of feels like, is that his? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a hard one. Like, I, mm. I, If I want to answer not serious, I want to say AFLX. Yeah, that was a, a super duper goal. Yeah, that was sick. Thanks for that, Gil. But it, it's, it's a toss-up. For me, between the COVID years mm. and and women's football, yeah. leaning leaning more towards women's football, like well, women's football is going to be you know in the next hundred years, it's it's a thing. Yep. So hey, that's I think will be the lasting legacy. Whereas COVID definitely got us got the competition through a, a hell of a period, but in twenty years' time, it'll be like yeah. yeah. Do you, do you think of those? This is waffle talk. Not, not as in, not as in W A. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay, I did enough of that at work today, actually. But uh, like, just waffling on. Do you think if COVID doesn't happen, he's like he's stepping down? Uh, I don't know. Hard to say. Might have cooked him, but I reckon. I reckon it. I reckon it shortened his tenure. Yeah. Yeah. No, not not from a. He needs to go from a. He's like I need to go. Yeah, like it cooked him. Yeah, I reckon. It, yeah. I reckon it cooked him. So, yeah, probably that makes sense. But cooked, anyway, cooked a lot of cooked a lot of <laughs> cooked people. A, cooked a lot of us. Some of us have really recovered well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well done, Gil. Like honestly, um, say what you want about the man. The man's done an unbelievable job. Yeah, he sure has. Yeah, so well done to him. He can enjoy some. He'll ride off in the sunset in his um, mustard corduroy jacket. Yeah, and he can go down to Werribee and enjoy the polo. Mm. Uh, moving on to. F1 season's returned after a very long four-week layoff after the Australian Grand Prix. Uh, back-to-back races in Azerbaijan and Miami. Surprisingly, Red Bull's Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez split the races as the energy drink provider has a stranglehold on the F1. They are rocket ships, and good luck catching them. Gee whiz, are they ever? Is Perez a chance of taking out the title? I don't think so. They're just going to make Max. Like Max is the number one driver, right? Yeah, I, it's clearly Christian Horner and Jerry Halliwell, Ginger Spice, for mm. those playing at home. Uh, clearly, their love child, mm-hmm. and um, Sergio is 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 clearly the you know the next door neighbor who comes over to play video games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I don't think so. I think there's a there's a there's a difference in the quality okay, of yeah. the driver. That's just far too great. Yep. Max is going to have some weeks where he's not going to he's not going to drive well. Yeah. Um, Azerbaijan, which is the one that he didn't win, was a like a sprint week. So instead of the traditional qualifying, you've got like a sprint race, and there's less yeah, right. time on track. And he's very vocal about the fact that he hated that. Um, his head wasn't there, yeah, and that's the only reason why Perez won. And Perez didn't exactly just. Perez had the best week he could possibly ever have, won by five seconds. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Max is the number one in the world for a reason. So yeah, so yeah, it's look, it's it's becoming the Mercedes era, kind of a yeah. We know who's going to win each week. Yeah, and the midfield battles are a bit sort of. I don't know. It's it's it, the last two races were pretty were pretty average. I feel like I feel like you want to say the word boring. They were boring. <laughs> they were very boring. So yeah, it was. A, I don't know. It's a. It, it's hard to know. There's a, there's a lot there's a lot of teams who are in pretty grim areas. If I'm being honest, like McLaren. McLaren who, is it? From looking from the outside in. McLaren looked like a bit of a joke to me. Zach Brown is a is, is he's got to go comical right. job. Yeah, he's got to go. Yeah, he's a he's a cartoon character. He's a clown. Um, they just their car has not been any good for th- no all, all season well, outside of the what Melbourne about last season. Oh, last season it was a, a piece of crap as well. Yeah, uh, but it, it it's actually staggering because they were a piece of crap before, and then they sort of had this miniature resurgence. And then, which was yeah. was that what brought uh, Dan Ricciardo over? Yeah, yeah. They had success with when Lando Norris first came in, and Carlos Sainz, who went to Ferrari, they were getting—I don't want to say regular podiums, but they were getting—they were getting these. They were getting a podium. They were getting a f- top six, yeah, top seven, top eight, whatever, every week, mm. and it looked like that. Renault was genuinely the you know the 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 bumhole was falling outside of it. Yep. And McLaren was just was becoming that next rocket ship. They're obviously a, a massive a massive name mm, of, of, as a car brand have been for you know decades. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it honestly is it is puzzling and I guess the the question you st- sort of start to ask yourself and I don't know if you're going to do this well Oscar Piastri yeah, as in what? Can he drive or has he, he can definitely right no? He can definitely drive. Has he made the right decision? But I mean, there I are, would say no. I would also say the fish rots at the head. Uh, Zach Brown what, has to go. Yeah, it happens anywhere you go where stuff starts, the ass starts falling out of it. Mm. Fish rots at the head. Agreed. So yeah, um, yeah, maybe Piastri. Like, yeah, he would have been at Renault, right? Mm-hmm. Renault doing not too bad. Well, yeah, in comparison. I, I mean, their car looks. Uh, I mean, their car looks like an F one car. Mm. <laughs> McLaren's <laughs> looks like my car. Look, maybe they can turn. Maybe it, you know, they, Zach Brown goes and they get someone in, and it can turn around. But it doesn't feel like it's no, well, be a quick it, fix. Well, it's funny because they're. Um, I don't even know what the title is. They're. Uh, the guy who just oversees things, right? So Zach Brown's a CEO. Yeah. But there's a guy underneath him. Right, yeah. Who is essentially, I can't even think of what the, the name of the person is. GM but or something. Some, let's just say GM. Um, so Christian Horner for Red Bull, he's like their CEO and that. Oh, and team principal. Team principal, team principal, yeah. that's it. Uh, like Toto Wolf, yeah, he's CEO and team principal, but yeah. like they have the team principal and then a, he's the CEO, CEO separately. yeah. yeah. So their old team principal went to um, Alfa Romeo, yep. who who are going to become Audi, mm-hmm. and is their as their CEO. 
So, right, I mean, okay. you're not getting poached by Audi to be the CEO and the, the launch pad for that team if you don't have a bit of knowledge up in the old... Brain box. Brain box. So, have they, have they potentially fucked up and let a good man go... Just to keep Zach Brown as CEO, yeah. Just to keep, uh, you know, a man who tucks a T-shirt into tracksuit pants. Loves a, good, loves a good tuck, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's got a barrel on him. Mm. So the, anyway... Not, well, not that we're here to judge... Uh, no, I mean I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like the F1, the last two weeks have been... We've got a week off now and then we've got a, a triple header. Yeah, um, some... Huge three weeks. A big three weeks because some really good tracks and we'll see some different races and stuff, so... Yeah, we'll watch this space. Mm, we will, with intent. Mm. Um, the NRL's Magic Round yeah. uh, has been run and won. Uh, every game live on Fox League. Um, yeah, it's all about... Okay. And moving on. So, Scottish runner Josania Zawruski was disqualified for using a vehicle during an ultramarathon. Oh. Do you know what an ultra marathon is? Uh, it's like, is it like two marathons in one hit? It's like three. Is it? Okay. It's like three marathons, but it's on like insane terrain. Yeah, right. So like it's just up a, Mount like, Fuji. Just like brutal. Like these, they're just running pigs. Yeah, complete pigs. So, a J- Josiah, I'm, I'm just assuming that's how it's pronounced. So we're just going to yeah, go I think with that. It looks pretty good. Sounds good. So she got caught. So she got caught using a car. So the data from the tracking system <laughs> at the Great Britain Ultras, which is a 80-kilometre race from Manchester to Liverpool, yep. showed that she used a car for four kilometres during that race. I mean, if you're going to run ultra marathons, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck is just, taking four Ks off going to do? Uh, well, just don't, don't get in a car. Like, just don't run it. Hell, is that not... One of the, and obviously we're not big in the ultra marathon scene. No, not anymore. But is that not is that not a batshit crazy thing to do in an age where GPS and everything is tracked? Mm. Like, oh yeah, exactly. It's it's you've got to get caught. How are you going to get away from? Like Lance Armstrong got away with things because it, you know he in the in yeah, that but, time. Yeah, but he always rode. Yeah. <laughs> He never once had a toe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she's legit hopped in an Uber yeah. and said, don't like this 4K stretch. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit, it's a bit uphilly. Um, yeah, the craziness from her. Gee whiz. Uh, but anyway, Josiah. Um, lift. Pull your head in. Lift. Do- lift. Don't get a lift. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Um, Perfect. Yeah. She's won no friends here. No. No, but... Um, and we've had to end. We've had to end the headlines on a negative note. Yeah. So thanks, Jasmina. Yeah, and thanks NRL. <laughs> Alrighty, Timmy boy. Well, this is a segment Australia knows and loves. Yeah. Still doesn't have a title sponsor. This, no. This segment is ripe for a sponsorship. So, yeah. If someone wants um, to get on board, they can. Yep, absolutely. And until then, this is the stock market. Tonight we're going to be talking about the stock market. As a... Really? A woo for the stock market. I was just trying to figure out what the hell is going on in the stock market. 
Uh, why don't you go first? You look like okay. you're in a buying mood. I am. I am. The first buy, I'm going to buy the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. Now, by the time this episode drops, this team could actually genuinely be out of the playoffs. So this is going to seem a bit like a weird sell. A buy? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, a bit a bit of a weird buy, but... It could be a buy that becomes a sell. Could Yeah, could very well be. But when you think of... Teams that just, you know, not the lovable losers, but just losers. <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs are that team in the NHL. Right. You know, historically known for not getting out of the first round of the playoffs. Yep. Choking in elimination games and just yep. having genuine, genuine brain fart meltdowns. Love to, love in, to see it. In uh, elimination games. Obviously, I lived there... Their fans are some of my closest friends. Um, some of them, I know we hate doing shout-outs, but Andrew... No, we love shout-outs. We love... Yeah. If you're listening anywhere in the world, we are worldwide. He will be listening. Um, Andrew. In, in Kitchener, Ontario. Um, one of my closest friends. This They won their first playoff series, I shit you not, since 2004. Yeah, it's a drought. That is that's a, a Essendon style drought. That's a, that's a long drought. Yeah. So they overcame a lot of mental hurdles. Yeah, they've got a very very good group of players, and I'm buying them mm-hmm. because I know how much happiness that that has that success. Albeit it may just be one playoff series. That's win. okay. That's all right. Baby steps. Exactly. Which. When you when you're dealing with a franchise and a fan base that has had just zero almost success. twenty years of yeah, it's anguish, a long long drought, that would have been an unbelievable thing to experience. So I'm buying them. They're down three yeah. 0 in the second se- in their second round series to the Florida Panthers. I'm not giving up. I think I still think they're. I think this is a team of destiny. Okay. I believe in footy gods. I believe in hockey gods more than I believe in footy gods. Mm-hmm. And. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Toronto Maple Leafs will not only come back from this series and beat Florida in seven, they are going to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Heard it here first. I heard it here first, unless uh, it is edited out um, off the back of a wrong They prediction. play tomorrow, and I'm editing this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, nice. That's mm. good. We love that's a, a good, that's, that's, like a good, a, that's like a warm-hearted... That is. It's a good, it's a mm. good news buy. Yeah. Uh, my first buy is uh, Matty Rowell eating grass. Yeah, what seen, the hell? Have you seen this footage? What the hell? This dude. And I'm disappointed that no one's gone with Matty Cow. <laughs> um, that's a free one for anyone who's uh, listening. Um, still not too late. I might but, bleep it out if you want me to. <laughs> no, you don't fine, want to be no, free. no leave, it, leave it in there. Um, and I just love... Apparently, he, he does this at every ground. He just gets down. And if you haven't seen the footage, just type in uh, Matt Rowell, grass, grass eater. Um, <laughs> and if you, if you don't want to watch the video, the title should be yeah, all you it's, need. It's literally a human lying, uh, sorry, sort of kneeling down, eating the grass of various football turfs around Australia. Um, and I love the passion. I just love that he's like he's just trying to be in sync and... As one, one, with, one with the surface, and I just, I, I thought, imagine if like everyone took their day job like that. So imagine if you got into your office and you were that dialed in, like you just started licking the keyboard, 
just you know, getting I mean, a real, getting a real I sense mean, of. That's kind of how I do all my pricing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any script I've ever written, yeah. been <laughs> usually done. Me licking in, the typewriter in that, in that way. <laughs> um, it's it's real weird areas, but I it's, enjoy. I tell you what, he's I had enjoy. some weird. He's, he's a weird some, dude. He he's a weird a, cat. I, I cats eat grass. So uh, I, I remember a story from a friend of mine. He was on the Gold Coast in his first year, so he obviously burst onto the scene, right? And then yep. he did—is it a shoulder? Or was it? A, uh, yeah, no, he shot against Geelong. Yeah, yeah, and um, he said he was just driving down somewhere in Gold Coast, and it's like the middle of the week, and um, saw him walking down the street, um, full Gold Coast kit, <laughs> like hasn't played in weeks, right? Not yeah. going, he's just going for a walk, full Gold Coast kit, and just a footy, he's just it. bouncing it. Good on him. I mean, that's I that's kind of like it's kind of like a village, floggish, wholesome, yeah. Lovable. It, it, there's a lot a, of emotions. Yeah, it's a in real, that. it's a real soup. Yeah. Then there's obviously the, the sunscreen thing. Yeah, and the clipboard, the clipboard, the, no, uh, the, I, the yeah. I, no, I find him. He's obviously a fascinating character, but um, I have never heard of anyone eating grass. No, that's a yeah. So and he was like really munching it. Yeah, he's really yeah. getting. Yeah, you know, it was. It wasn't just a little nibble. It was, yeah. you know, it's, weird. It's an entree size. It's, yeah, but good on good on him. <laughs> good on him. That's my first point. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Um, my second one. Now, this is not Nuffy related. Uh, my second one is Jeremy Finlayson. No, this is yes, yes. So, for those who aren't aware, Jeremy Finlayson, uh, his wife Callie uh, has been going through uh, a very very tough battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just got. Um, they've just had their first child. Uh, these sort of stories break you. They br- break yes, your heart when you hear is, it. It um, is a heartbreaking story for sure. Because uh, everyone can relate to this. Everyone's had someone close who's passed away from cancer. And look, uh, for him to to push through, play football, play when, good football too. Honestly, I don't know how. I personally wouldn't be able to do it. No, yeah, the fact uh, that he's able to actually perform at a high level is amazing. Yeah, um, outside. I mean, the Sydney game, people just think of Valier mm-hmm. and what he did. They don't realise he took an unbelievable mark, kicked the goal to put Port ahead. Yeah. Um, the, the, there's another win we had, uh, which was like, you know, within you know, one, two goals. He took, four, he took five contested marks in the back line in the last quarter. Yeah. Like, he was huge, and he was huge again on the weekend. Uh, this is just... Honestly, as a, a Port Adelaide fan, I'm obviously incredibly proud of the way he's handled this and played. Yep. Um, but I mean, as a even if you, you shouldn't have to be a Port Adelaide fan to to really get behind this man and 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 that family this year because it's hard to know what to say. Like I I don't want to go too much because I'll probably start to get a little bit choked up um, thinking about my own experiences, but. He's playing unbelievable footy. Yeah, no, it's, it's he's it's um yeah. All we can do is just um, yeah thoughts go out to him for sure. Absolutely. So yeah, to Jeremy, his family, um, our thoughts are with you and um keep playing amazing footy because honestly, it's it's inspiring every week. Yeah, what, it is what, inspirational. What, yeah. what he's doing and um, I'm sure the rest of the players are really uh really appreciative and getting around him. Yeah, so, I'm sure it's galvanizing him for sure. Yeah, that way. Yeah, yep. so that's my second buy. Yeah, to nice be a, it's a real wholesome sort of a... Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Um, 
My next one, I'm just going to take it off tangent from that one. Um, Don't worry, is, I'll, I'll be doing that as well. Is um, James Harden's Las Vegas visit. I don't know if you know about this. <laughs> I don't. So, I'm so excited. Um, I'm so glad so, we're talking about James Harden. So James Harden, prior to the um, Celtics playoff series, had a couple of days off. Okay. And he went Dennis Rodman. He went Dennis Rodman. He went full Dennis. And, Did he really? Um, yeah, went to Vegas. Although he asked the coach and the coach said, uh, Doc Rivers said, well, it worked for Dennis, so go for it. Um, you got a few days off, you do you. Um, and I love that. And, I, and I'm fine with it, um, but I think that's where taking the lead from Dennis Rodman should start and finish. Like, for example, There's I don't, not a lot of things you can take from I don't his see, handbook. I, you know, I don't want to see Josh Giddy in North Korea. No. You know, I think no. we just need to just keep, it, keep it at, Las a, Vegas at a little Vegas 48-hour uh, road trip and leave it at that. But I love that. I love yeah. that. Some dudes just need to, you know, they just need to find a pole mm-hmm. and unwind in life. And if you're that dude, like, you know, you, you just, you have to. Well, to, to quote the great Johnny Drama, there's there's a lot of different Vegases. You, know, right, you can simply yeah. go to Vegas and just spar it, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is what James Harden was doing. Oh, of course, of course. Now, I'm so happy that you brought him up because no cap, the accountant of this show mm-hmm. has been on record and receipts are kept as per his advice. Yep. He thinks James Harden is junk. No, he's not junk. He's he's literally won two of the... Well, that that series, as we speak, is two all and James Harden has won both those, series, uh, both those games for Philadelphia. Yeah, and one of those games that he won, not only... Not only did he's is his opinion wrong, right? Because he had an absolute a day out. Yeah, he's been amazing. Yeah, you know what this man said? Uh, he goes, there. "What was his plus minus?" Oh, jeez, come on! Like, I don't even know basketball, <laughs> and I know that this has got to be one of the worst takes. If you if you get, um, I think it was like fifty points or something, and your team wins, I think your plus minus is probably a bit irrelevant. That's just a junk take, uh, which is why he's not on this podcast. Correct, and he never will be. So, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, James Hunt, one of the great left-handers, and uh, hats off. Yeah, that's a good one. So, my last one is a bit of it. This is gonna. It's kind. This kind of comes across a bit Sally, but it's not. It, okay, it's, I'm. I'm buying common sense fashion. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for example, slides. <laughs> yeah, slides. Uh, trucker caps. Yeah, that's common sense. Yeah. Shop early, bomber jackets. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Now, I sent you a, a picture uh, earlier in this week of, uh, I said, no context, you will need this picture for later. Oh, yes, you did too, yes. So the picture was of uh, a man named William, who's from the band uh, The Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> or Will I Am. Uh, yeah, so William. Yep. At the Miami Grand Prix. Mm. Uh, wearing what can only be described as two aeroplane windows yeah. as glasses. Yeah, I was going to say like rear, rear, rear view mirror, yeah. but not mirrors. Like two rear view. Yeah. <laughs> now, the reason, why, the reason why I haven't sold, you know, fashion mm. is because, you know, people will come from every direction from, you know, Milan to... Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee, they'll come for me. They'll say, you don't understand fashion. Look at you, you wear trucker caps and a hoodie. That's why I'm buying common sense fashion, right? Because yeah. I, I'm fully aware I don't understand fashion. Mm-hmm. 
But give me a fucking spell. Yeah. William. And look, as a fashionista myself, um, I agree. I like just, it's, it's, there's things that people do to stay relevant and to get attention. And that's all um, it is. To, and that's what this is. Yeah. It's it, like the big red boots we talked about at one. Thank you. And these big hats, like big well, glasses, big glasses, big flogs. <laughs> as simple as that. So like I'm buying, it. I'm buying common sense, you know, so this, that was at the Miami Grand Prix. Yeah. Obviously that, that Grand Prix was littered with uh, celebrities and stars oh, time, and whatnot. And, yeah. you know, Tom Brady's there, you know, he's wearing yeah, a Ralph Lauren I mean, shirt, some uh, chinos. If you're William slash Will I Am, um, who hasn't been relevant with the Black Eyed oh, Peas for geez. close on 15, 20 years. I would say uh, the 20. He's lucky to get an invite. I don't, he would have, no, he's. He paid. No, he's sitting in the grandstand. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the bleachers wearing the. He's in the, he's in corner three saying, let's yeah. get it started. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can hear the cars revving up. Yeah. But common sense fashion. Button oh, up I like shirt, it. It's a good boy. It's a good boy. Chinos, boat shoes. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. The kiss methodology. Yep, there's a reason Never why. fails. Yep, exactly right. Exactly right. So they're my buys. Very good. Like it. Um, my last buy, it's a little bit self-indulgent, and I and I mean that quite literally, um, is um, Ancestry DNA results. Now, um, I'm not going to go through mine. I, I got mine done. I got mine done for my birthday. I always, I've always been fascinated. Um, As in a present to yourself for your birthday? or uh, no, like, like my family got it for me. So oh, right. Is it expensive? Uh, it's over 100 clicks. Oh, fair enough. So, yeah, it's not cheap. Happy birthday, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and, well, my birthday hasn't come around yet. Uh, but, no, it was but, more of a like, happy birthday, Tim. Yeah, here yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks. That's not your dad. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Papa? <laughs> um and so I'm not going to go through my results and bore everyone to death. But what I will say was there was a shockwave result. Oh wow! And it's not milkman related or anything, but it. Okay. Yeah, but there was one percent. So they give you a percentage. Oh, did you get like? Um, so I got one percent of a country or a region that it was a shockwave, and I hope people hearing this um, don't boycott the podcast as a result. Yeah. Um. I want you to try and guess the country. It's and it's not. Um, I think I it's know. Not, it's not live related. It's, uh, it's yeah, yeah. No, it's Russia. It's um, it's Russia, East, Eastern Europe, and Russia. That is, yeah. Wow, I always knew you had that <laughs> that vibe about you. It was a genuine shock. Yeah. Um. Don't know what. Don't know what to make of it. Um. But yeah. Look, it was. You know, yeah, if you find that stuff interesting, it's a it's a bit of fun and um, yeah. What was the what what were the the key contributors? Uh, Malta and Ireland. My mum's a Kennedy, and my dad's a Bahaja, and yeah. that's a uh, that's how you get a mongrel crossbreed, my friend. Yeah, so, I yeah. Didn't, I haven't done one, so I guess right now my mum's no, mom, just my dad. Some people go, oh, they've got your DNA. It's like, well, if they clone me, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome, world. Just with a with a with a splash of yeah. Rus- if you just give him some with give, a splash of ruski, just, just give the air yeah, and just give the clone some hair for fuck's sake. <laughs> some thicker hairlines, crossed. <laughs> <laughs> what I got to do to get five percent turkey in me? <laughs> Interesting. Um, that's so a good yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. As I said, it's a bit self indulgent, but that's what we that's what we do. That's all right. Uh, selling now. 
Um, I reckon you're probably going to be able to guess the nation on which this first person comes from that I'm selling. Not Russia. No. Oh, that would have been a nice... That would have been a nice tie-in. <laughs> no. Not Saudi Arabia. No. Oh, sorry. Start again. England. <laughs> Chris hates England. Actually, I had uh, 15% from England, but we won't talk about that. We will definitely not talk about that. Now, last episode, I got really upset with just... With Ollie Robinson, mm. right? Him talking shit. Yeah, you did get up. You were quite upset. I was worked up. Yeah. Now, after Ollie Robinson gets a smack, mm-hmm. another fast bowler says, hey... Can I get one of those too? Is this Stuart Broad? Stuart Broad, this headband-wearing fucking flog, <laughs> comes out and says, I don't view the last Ashes series as a real series. It should have been null and void. What was his reasoning? Sorry, I didn't see why. Because it was COVID and they had to go through things and all this. <laughs> Four nil, fuck off. You know what? I'm going to say to you what I said to you Last time when you talked about Ollie, it's like, I'm not sure why they'd be... It's just red rag to a bull. Stuff. Why are they talking shit? Yeah, it's just, and I can't imagine Baz McCullum being happy with this. No. But keep talking. Keep talking. Keep, keep talk, honestly, please keep please keep talking. And they, they're still talking too. They're mm-hmm. talking, about bringing the, they're talking about bringing the fences in and all this stuff. That's fine. Mm. No, Steve Smith can hit a ball. Yeah. They were talking about, wow, Marnus Labuschagne... Can't bat in England. That's 170 a day for I would, you. Yeah, I would, I would bring the boundaries in because I think that's gonna, that's going to suit Australia. Seriously, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Mitchell Stark eventually is going to make runs again. Mm. So honestly, I'm looking forward to this series. It's going to be an absolute belter. Yeah. Oh, I hope we don't win four nil again, and then we'll have to void the series because well, blame, oh, there's not enough crumpets or tea to go around. Yeah, they'll blame the King's coronation or something. Oh, honestly, distracted. Oh, I just, I just, yeah. Look, rent-free, kitchen, whatever, we all get it. But if you say flog stuff, I'm going to get annoyed. You're going to get a smack. You're going to get a smack if you say floggish things. So That's don't true. say floggish things there like that. <laughs> and don't wear a headband. That's actually a good life lesson as well. Great life lesson. Kiss. In both, in both headband and <laughs> don't be a flog. Um, my first sell is NBA award voting. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware of how the NBA um, vote on their awards. Oh. Basically, no, it's a, it's decided by a panel of sports writers and broadcasters. Yeah. A um, hundred of. Okay. Um, and each member gets a, a vote from first to fifth place. This is for... Yeah. Um, so the MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't think I could think of a worse system, to be honest. I know yeah, the, the Brownlow. NHL, the NHL does the same thing, and it's a it's a debacle. It's a debacle. What? And I and they've been don't, they've done this since 1981, I get it, but like Brownlow get cops some shit in that. But I would rather have the referees or officials voting than some shock jock from bloody Ohio who mm-hmm. has um, a perceived bias against a certain player. Yeah, you know, like it's to me, it's just. It's a ridiculous form of voting for you. Like this is the one of the biggest leagues in the world. And big money is massive spent money, on and it. and contracts tied in. If you get this, you yeah. get more money, and you've got a hundred media people voting on it. Question without notice, because this is a problem the NHL has. Mm. So the media that votes on it, right? Uh, yeah. it's the Chicago Blackhawks Black beat writer, 
Yeah. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets beat Ryder. Yeah. And so what we've seen is because the NHL votes are anonymous. Yeah, right. Where I don't believe the NBA ones are. I think they are, but sometimes they... they People reveal uh, will them. reveal who they voted for, yeah. So the NHL ones are completely anonymous. Yeah. Almost, there are very, very few people who actually release them. Yeah. And so what you see is there'll be a two-horse race for an award. Yeah. And, like, so this happened last year. as a defenseman of the year. So the person who had the most number one first-place votes... Yeah. ...didn't win the award. Yeah, right. Because some voter didn't have him on the ballot at all. Yeah, well... And had, like, their defenseman who got three votes and no votes from a hundred other people. Yeah. And so, like, every award has shit like that. Yeah, well, yeah, same would happen. Like, Embiid and... um, Jokic. 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 Jokic, Jokic, uh, both got 99 out of 100 votes. So someone... Wait, what? So, so one person, one person left bo- both of them off? Off the top five. See what I mean? Like, that's... Like, who is... It? Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's a stupid, absolute yeah. stupid... Yeah, that... No, that's a that's a great sale because that really grinds my gears because that's like... Well, it's too professional now. Like, I'm like that award was made in 1980 when it was Bush League. That's some NBL stuff. That yeah, is. that's... Well... We love the NBA. That's but, um, a, sorry, that's a league stuff. Well, yes. we don't love no, 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 we love the. A-Liga. We try. I tried. Um, look what happened. It's some. Um, it's it's Diamond Valley Civic Center stuff. Yeah, it honestly, it is. Uh, so um, yeah, sh- shit system, fix it. Yeah, no, that's 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 junk. Honestly, that is so junk. My next one is this is a bit of a. Oh, it wasn't as bad the last week, but the week before it was bad. AFL rule of the week. Mm, right. yeah, it's, it's always been a thing, hasn't it? It's always been a thing, and I don't know why it's just sort of like just perked up in my head recently. But they've just been some like just shocking inconsistencies that just really drive you absolutely insane as a fan. Whether you're watching Port, or whether I'm watching Port, or whether I'm watching Gold Coast North, like yeah, just the. The lack of consistency, you know, we've got four umpires now, that's supposed to have changed things, but each week there's a rule that's interpreted a different way to the way it was the week before, and I just, honestly, I don't want to, like, complain because the game's in such a great place, but... Oh, it's a rip. It's in a great place. But, like, what other sport in the world does this? There's no other spot in the world that is so complicated rules-wise and changes no. its interpretations on a weekly basis, it's, like you're saying. It it's, is madness. You know what? And, and, and you know, the, the ultimately um, frustrating thing is at the end, like in finals footy, they'll adjudicate it the way people want it. Yeah. Like it, they'll adjudicate do that it, all year. Do that from the start, please. That's yeah. all we want. That's what adjudicate we want. Adjudicate it. Pretend every game's a grand final and adjudicate it that yeah. way. Because then we'd have a great product. 100%. We already have. Oh, it's a great product. Oh, it's great. Oh, the game's in a great place. It's a great place. But yeah, it'd be. That's that's yeah. I hundred I hundred percent agree. It's very frustrating. Yeah, it's just like and and you shouldn't have to like watch Friday night footy to if you're a club or you're official watch Friday night footy to know what the rules going to be for the rest of the week. Yeah, like if you're playing Sunday, watch Friday night footy. Go all right, boys. You can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're cracking down on this, this. Which, I mean, is, so, silly. which is so crap. Their rules interpret them the same way from round one to the grand final. Yeah. It, it honestly just, 
irks me so much and it's like we're we're in a day and age where there's so much more I'm not I don't want to say there's so much there wasn't preparation like when we played in the like eighties and stuff, but you know, where it it's like it's gone nuclear, right? Yeah. You've got all of this stuff and that the way the game's analyzed is so much more than what it was. And now you've got to like factor in, you go, oh, hang on. I've got a feeling that holding the ball is going to be called really hot this week. Yeah. I know it wasn't called that hot last week, but they've got to yeah. make up for it. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. Jesus. Very frustrating. Yeah. So I'm selling it. It's good been, sell. It's been, it's always just always bubbling at the surface, but then yeah, there was just a couple over. of rounds ago, it just went, it just went nuclear and I just, I cracked it. Yeah, that's fair. Crying. Man, man, man. Um, now, I've given these guys a bit of a rap a few episodes ago, but I'm here to give them a smack. <laughs> oh, no. And this is Carlton Blues supporters. Oh, just the supporters or the, the whole club? No, the supporters. There is no bigger bottom lip droppers than the <laughs> Blue Baggers. They leave early as soon as their team yeah. gets into a position where it doesn't look like they can win. They are out of that stadium straight away. And yeah. it happened... Against um, Brisbane, Brisbane, and it was delicious to watch. Oh, he thinks the stadium is not was, happy right the now. The stadium was fairly come half empty by the end of the game. Yeah, and it's and I'd I'd love to say it's a recent phenomenon. It's not. No, it's not because I remember going uh, to the footy with um with the Tyrrell brothers uh, and oh, g'day to the Tyrrell brothers the if you're finest. listening. And we used to always do it. And what what would happen is. You know, halfway through the last, um, you know, a calm supporter would leave and they'd have, say, 43 on their back. And we'd be like, see ya, Cooter. <laughs> see ya. Or a 25 would leave. Bye-bye. See you later, Fevolution. Have a good one. <laughs> um, and they've, so they've done it for... What number was Adrian DeLuca? Uh, I would no, have no idea. <laughs> he wasn't there when I was there. So that's what I would be... That's who I'd be saying goodbye to. Um, yeah, so... They they have a history of it and it's hilarious and honestly it's shit house stay till the end yeah at least pretend that you you know you're not a sook I'm a perennial early lever oh yeah 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 look it's it's fine if it's an individual choice but this is a, a this community is a it's yeah. a collective we're not talking about me we're talking about Carlton we are and we're selling them so yeah get better please I left a Port Adelaide Essendon game. Uh, Five minutes into the second quarter, because <laughs> there was this, there was this uh, meathead, meathead supporter. Who was hit somewhere else? Uh, it was a sellout. No, <laughs> there's this meathead supporter who was turned around after every goal and giving me the uh, old. Oh god! And he was had a barrel on him. He would have been 130 kilos, dripping wet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Now, that's that's yeah. probably reasons beyond... Mitch from Maribyrnong just giving it to me, and I just sort of said, oh, five minutes in with 10 goals down. See ya. Bye. But, uh, no, it's hilarious to watch. So, um, you know, it's embarrassing if you're a Blues supporter and you leave early. That's all I'm saying. Yep. No, well said. Um, if you are from England, don't go anywhere. My last sell is Royal Family Nuffies. I love this because I was I was very close to selling the royal family, the monarchy as a mm. whole, but I I stayed off it just because I had a feeling. Yeah, you're like, had an inkling you might go there. Yeah, I had an inkling that it was going to be something British based, but 
I didn't want to sell the royal family because I don't. I guess I don't understand it. But what I do understand, I, no, I don't think anyone understands it. No, and the coronation. I didn't know what that was. I thought that was a. It, that sound, it kind of sounds like a sex move. The coronation. <laughs> so, honestly, that oh, there's Prince Charles in the coronation. <laughs> That's his first coronation. <laughs> She's at the ripe old age of 98 or however old he is. But oh, shit. I, I, I've been Twitter a few months ago. Mm. It's great. I'm so glad I didn't go on Twitter for that. But just the the crap I saw on Instagram, the crap I saw on Facebook, the crap I saw reading the news the next day. I yeah I the only what are you doing yeah I have not I didn't watch a lick of it and the only thing I've seen it is through um, memes or memes memes yeah uh, just people taking the piss I, I think it's a I think the whole thing's a circus if you're Australian and you <laughs> well, hang on hang on <laughs> you're, no, well, you're you're well, you're no. Russian <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh about that no. um, but if you're Australian. <laughs> And you either watched it mm-hmm. or are like somewhat into this whole just yeah, crap. Like monarchy porn, I suppose you'd call like, it. Like, why? That's it's a, it's a whole, it's a nonsense. The whole thing's Grow up. Like, I understand watching Downton it's, Abbey. It's like these old white people playing dress-ups with um, billion-dollar jewellery. Literally, that is, that's actually the monarchy explained. <laughs> that's the monarchy for dummies. <laughs> Rich, rich Caucasian people wearing expensive jewelry. That's literally yeah. what it is. Yeah, which so, they pillaged from um, different continents in, in yeah, yeah, in, in very bad ways. Not theirs. Yeah, yeah in, yeah. in horrific yeah. ways. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, just this, just the garbage and the spew of that. Oh my God, Harry's in the third row. Okay, maybe he doesn't want to get up too close to the action. No, imagine. Imagine being like, um, you know how they have those royal watches, like those people who get paid to just literally watch, watch and study the royals. Like, what a waste of a life that is. Imagine, no offense, but Jesus. yeah, you know, you know what I liken that to. I liken that to when, um, and this may offend someone. You, you know, when you have a, you have a, a, you know, a kid, your first child, right, and you've just gone through this incredibly emotional thing and you look down at the baby for the first time and you look at your your wife your significant other and you go and you both nod and you go let's call him Dwayne <laughs> right that is the equivalent to going through and going I could be a pilot I could be a fireman I could be uh, anything shit. and you settle on a royal watcher mummy when I grow up I want to watch the royals <laughs> Oh shit! There we go. That's my last uh, sell. Love it. Just love it. Crap. Um, my last sell is um, it's Gumtree, but more so the mar- the Facebook marketplace. Uh, just the just the general shit that happens. Oh, I mean, I've never really delved in, but I had to I had a few things. I thought I'll get them. I'll get them off my hands. Oh boy. Yeah. I was unprepared for the nonsense that goes on in the Facebook marketplace. What was what's the worst thing that happens? Well, to you? you know what? What always happens is someone will go. So you got you're selling an item, and they'll say, "Hey, is this available?" And I'll say, "Hey, man, yep, this yeah. is available." 
and then end of conversation. <laughs> you never hear back. I'm like, they're like shit. I was hoping good, it wasn't available. Good chat. Yeah. Like <laughs> sick. Honestly, it happens. And then, or you'll get you you put something up. Like I could put up a like a Vincent Van Gogh, mm. a priceless bit of art, and someone would just like. Would I'll you get, take twenty? Give you twenty five for it. <laughs> like low ball. It's like, mate, the price is the price. Yeah. It's it may be negotiable, but don't lowball me. Like this the whole thing is It's like that whole question, you put something up for fifty oh. and they go, Would you take twenty five? It's like, well, if I put it up for fifty, I reckon that's what I'd take. Yeah, or you know, like I get the haggle or, or two, but uh it's just the whole place is it's uh, yeah. it's it's You've got to be patient. Yeah. And it's a quagmire of just, I don't know what. The, we had a... The worst of... Like, the worst of the worst. We had a, I wouldn't call it a scary moment, but a, like a moment where I was uh, I was pretty, I was pretty the wires are crossing. Mm. So I had this just random, a good laptop, but like the battery was like cooked on it or something. Yeah. And so whatever, like I put it up for 50 bucks. I was like, no. Give one, you 10. I was like, no one will, no one will take this. Yeah, and the, the the ad was very descriptive of the state it was in. Yeah, battery doesn't work. You can plug the charger in. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been reset. Here yeah. are the specs. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, uh, fifty bucks. Like it's a take it in this situation. Yeah, this is this is, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. and um, guy came took it like straight away, and. Didn't read the description, probably. He's like, hey, not enough RAM. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, you've given me the money. Like, you've taken it. Yeah, he's it was like, in the yeah. description, mate. He's like, can I drop it back? I go, nah, man. No, you can't. This man, legit, came over. Well, because he knows where you live, right? Yeah. And so that, that, was a, that was the only scary part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'll just, I go, man, I'm not home. I'm like, sell it if you don't want it. Yeah, and he's like, "Nah, I'll just, I'll just wait for you." Oh Jesus! And just say he's like, "I'm waiting." He's like, "I'm just waiting at the house." I go, and so I literally, I messed him a bunch of times. I'm like, "Mate, if I come, if I come home, and you are here, like I will, I will flip." Yeah, and he was here for ages, and when we came back, the box was just at the front door, no laptop. So we just put the laptop box back. Oh, I mean, this and, is what, this and is it's like, just like we. It just like, what are you dealing? What are we dealing with? Yeah, there's it's it's not worth the time. I don't. No, think. and outside of this is a funny one, right? I I sold a king mattress because we got a new mattress. Yeah. Once again, not for like poo change. Yeah. Whatever. It's just it's it didn't get it's rid of it. Just easy way to get rid of it. Yeah. Bloke shows up by himself with a Rav Four, <laughs> and it's a king mattress, <laughs> and I said. Is that that it? He goes, yeah, man. I go, mate, that's not fitting. He goes, nah, to bend. I go, it doesn't. Oh, it's, my God. I mean, it's... It's, it's just a waste of... Oh, it's oh. stiff. This dude, I swear to God, like, he puts his arms out to measure and then walks over to his RAV4 with his arms, both his arms spread out, like... What is going and on? And then he goes, yeah, yeah, nah, it's all good. And I go, I, I couldn't believe it. I Like, it was... I thought... I was in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> I was like, this is not real. There's no way this is happening to me right uh, now. Well, you know what? I, off the back of this, if you've got, I'd love to hear if you've got any good 
marketplace, marketplace stories. stories. Send them through because yeah. I'd love to hear them because I, I I just I'm baffled by humans and what they can do. We've actually got we've actually got a voice recording set up. Yeah, so let's this is let's debut it for this. I reckon we'll debut it for this because give us your best marketplace fucking nightmare. random nightmare shit. Yeah, please. Please, <laughs> and thank you. Thank you in advance. And if you're one of those people who do stuff like this, please stop. Yeah, like... Grow up. Yeah, stop immediately. Yeah, uh, looking forward to unpacking those. Uh, but yeah, that is uh, this episode's stock, stock market. market. There's a brain cramp. <laughs> So it's fun and games time. Let's have a bit of fun with this one. So the I the, like fun. The homework, the task was next year they've expedited the Tasmanian team. Mm-hmm. We and you've got you can choose any five players in the comp to start it. Yep. But you have to go by a line. So you back line one one from defence, one from midfield, one ruck, one forward, and then your 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 last pick is a utility any, utility from any anywhere. Just pick the next best player basically. Yeah. Um, so I, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start from the back line. Uh, okay. And, uh, um, before we start, I'd just say, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm interested to see how many we double up on here. I, I'm going to guess three. Okay. So full disclosure, mm-hmm. I, I've pushed the envelope here. All right. Well, I'll, I'll pull you up if I feel like you've taken the piss. Sure. So back line, I went Nick Dacos. Same. He's a defender. He plays halfback. Play, yep. And that's. I didn't think you were going to pull me up on that. No, well, I did. I picked the same person. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but he's a, literally a defender at the moment. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, he doesn't have to play there. Like this is a hypothetical no, game is, which we're yeah, making but, up the rules on the spot. No, but as long as he's chosen in the right, or in super coach, he's a defender. He starts the game at halfback. He's a defender. Pretty much every game he's played, he started he's, at halfback. He started at halfback. Yeah, so so that 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 was. That was that was probably the for me probably the easiest pick of the um, yeah five. So I don't know if you did this, but because I thought that was a dollar oh one, and I mm-hmm. thought that's what you were going to do, mm-hmm. I also did a I also did another player, like just a, as a like a you know this pick, but say he's not eligible. Who would you have picked if if we were like no, nah, it can't be him. Can't be Nick Dacos. He has to be a midfielder. I haven't thought about it. Um, I went. Who did you went? I went, and I went recency bias. Mm. I went Jordan Dawson. I was going to say it would have been either Jordan Dawson or um, the Cheezel Sheezel. Yeah. So the reason why I went Jordan Dawson, who's probably playing more midfield these days, but correct. Yes. Uh, probably the best kick in the AFL. He'd be top five. Yeah, you can you can argue you can make an argument for it. Uh, the biggest problem that I feel like a lot of expansion teams have is that they go, like, prospect heavy. Yeah, right? I, I, that was definitely Gold Coast problem. Definitely Gold Coast problem. Also, GW, some kind of a GWS problem. Yeah. But the to, to, to be successful, you need to have... You need to win. Like, to in terms yeah. of successful, in terms of, like, fan base and all that sort of crap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you you look and they they totally different scenarios. But when Adelaide started, Port Adelaide started Freya and that they they were able to get 
hardened, mature from every bodies yeah. in because yeah. they wanted to go home, etc. Yeah. But it was you know like the well, I mean the Adelaide team was a freaking SANFL all star. Yeah, team. but um, and the whereas Gold Coast unreal. just had like Gary Ablett, Campbell Brown, um, uh, who was the Adelaide defender? Um, uh, Bock. Bock. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan Bock. Bock. And not yeah. much else. And they just got yeah. smashed. Jared Harbrow. Yeah, yeah. They just had yeah, they just didn't oh look, it's hard. Like this is a this is the thing, right? Like they've got to get this right. Yeah. But I think yeah. So anyway, oh well, that's well, so I went Jordan Dawson from the fact that Well you went Nick Day, of course. But Yeah, no, but I went Jordan Dawson as like the second choice. Yeah. yeah. Is because he's from in that mould of established Captain Captain not and not thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, so you're going to get like you'll get good mileage out of that. Yeah, for sure. And you won't have to you won't have to wait for him to sort of hit that peak. So yeah. Uh, so that was my back. Yep. Ruck. Uh, Ruck. Sure. I, this I thought I only thought there was one answer to this. To be honest. Okay. And um, as, and I know you don't like him um, generally, but Tim English. I went Tim English as well. Yeah. Because I, I this is the one I thought about. This is the one I thought about long and hard about because I I had I flirted with I you know who I flirted with I flirted with Luke Jackson. Yeah, he crossed my mind. I think I think yeah. The more uh, at first I was like, "Fuck, this is hard," and then so, the more I sort of looked into it, I was just like, "Oh, actually, this is easy. It's just one bloke." It's yeah, English. but no, I, I, Jackson. Of, yeah. Jackson as a as a sole ruck would be. Interesting. That's that's why I was the only reason yeah. why I was flirting with it because you're right. There is actually one, only one answer. Yeah. Because if you look at it from a, um, there there are no young ruckmen no. who are coming through right now who you like who is like a Nick Nat or yeah. Like, it's it's actually really holistically it's very interesting, right? Like mm. what's like when Grundy and Gorn and like Nick Nat's almost done unfortunately yeah you, know, you look at these like you know wits and all these guys when when they tip out over the next three or four years it's actually kind of it's like what's who's next apart from english yeah yeah it's it's actually very interesting because you've got i flirted with i flirted with um it was this in kilda ruckman leaving me marshall oh, Rowan marshall yeah I, fl- I flirted with him for a, a brief moment but yeah probably too old and yeah. it, it, there wasn't anything in his game that said to me, it's worth taking a player with extra years on the over, on yeah. their domina yeah. over Tim English. Tim, and English. Tim English is an unbelievable footballer. Yeah, his he's, uh, ground level skills for a big man are amazing, and his um, field kicking is amazing. So, Diplodocus is what people call him, the dinosaur. Yeah, well, you know, he ain't extinct. No, no. So that that was an easy one. That was an yeah, easy same. one. Yeah, same. As I said, initially I was like, ooh, and then I was like, oh, actually, no. It's only one yeah. Answer. So we're both going two for two at the moment. <laughs> um, what about your midfielder? So this one I found hard. Yeah, yeah, and I've had I've had, I had three different players. Yeah, in here. Yeah, uh, and I, I I settled with I settled with Connor Rosie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I well, had, I'm not going to accuse you of bias on that one. No, 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 no. I settled with him. Look, uh, full disclosure. I had. Uh, Sam Walsh, Clayton Oliver, Bonson Pally, all in there. Yep. Uh, and we haven't named my pick yet, which is interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I went with 
I went with Rosie purely for the fact of why I went with English. Yep. The age thing. Yep. You've got a player who I'm not enough in saying he's elite. He's yep. elite. Yeah. Connor Rosie is a jet. Yeah. He's younger than all of those guys. Uh, Sam Walsh aside, they're the same yep. age. Yeah. But the only reason why Sam Walsh is not in that spot is just given the the issues he's had. Yeah, I don't, yeah, and I and I think Sam Walsh has still got a bit to like. He's clearly got a lot of potential, but still got yeah, a no, bit to prove. I reckon. No, yeah. that was a he was in there for he was in there for a while. Clayton Oliver was in there for the longest. Yeah, Bond was in there for a, a hot minute. Yeah, um, and then the Nuffy just <laughs> the Nuffy came the from Nuffy nowhere, over, which is fine. No, he's yeah. a good pick. So, I um, I had. I too had Oliver in there for quite a while. I had the Bont in there for a little while, but um, ultimately I went with Petrarca. Oh, I did not even think of that. <laughs> I did not even think of Petrarca. Can I redo this? No, no, you are locked in the rose. How dumb am I? Um, I went Petrarca just because, like the truck, uh, the the bull. He'll he'll get you. He can, you know, like his grand final performance, 40 disposals, three goals. He's a goal-kicking mid, which is why I was yeah, just he's like... Yeah, he's a pod uh, mid. Ultimately, I was just like, he's my man. Um, yeah. Yes. Jeez, that's just... <laughs> how good do I look right now? <laughs> well, when you hadn't mentioned him, I was like, okay, this is interesting. And I, even you mentioned a, a all viable candidates. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong, obviously. But, no, no, but I didn't even think about him for my utility. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you hear my utility? You oh, fucking, you'll kick me head up. <laughs> you'll stop recording. Um, yeah, well, there you go. So, okay. Uh, our for, Who's your forward? See, this one, so I went, so I've gone young player, mm-hmm. young player, mm-hmm. young player. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can get, I can get, I can go a little bit older here. Yeah. To me, this is the same as the back, same as the ruck. There's only one choice. Yeah, I, I think we'll both have the same player here. If you're not picking Jeremy Cameron, <laughs> yeah, like honestly, yeah, despite his age, whatever, he's clearly the best player in the comp right now. Clearly, and, and he will. If you were, if you were genuinely establishing a team next year, he's good enough to get you. I don't know. Five wins almost. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say three or four. Off his, off his own boot. Off his yeah. own, yeah. Yeah. So I think, he, I think he's a no-brainer. I think you had to pick him. Any forward who can kick seven, have 25. Yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. And, ki- and kick those seven from like, like up, up of the, up in the ground kind of. Yeah, yeah. And it's, if you're, if you're looking, if you're forecasting as well, there's no reason why he can't end his career either deep in the goal square or he's got an amazing... T- he could have that Matthew Richardson on the wing yeah. kind of yeah. twilight period, you know what I mean? So, oh, 100%. And could and probably win a Brownlow yeah. doing it. Yeah, so no, I think I think he's a no-brainer. So this has kind of turned out to be a little... Well, I know, look, you know, we're, I, I, I predicted we'd go three out of the five. And yeah, right. so far, that's what's tr- chosen to be. So what's, who's your... Uh, wild, let's call him the wild card. Okay. So, so the, on a technicality, and I'm glad that you actually said this already, you said we're starting a team next year. Yeah. So, I've actually gone Harley Reid. Harley Reid? He's the number one pick. 
in this year's draft. <laughs> Smart. So Smart. I like it. So I was at, like, hang on. I have heard so that I had name. two I had two names in here <laughs> in mm-hmm. case you you said no to that. Well I'll give how about I give you my name? Yeah, Just yeah. my so my um wild card is Charlie Kerno. Okay. Yeah. Because I just figured for the same sort of the reason we just talked about with Cameron a little bit older. Yeah. Kerno's younger. How old's Kerno? Uh he'd be twenty three. Oh twenty five, twenty six. I don't know. Uh let's have a Interesting. look. Interesting. But I, I just one thought, of us is right. I just thought Kerno oh, he's say like he's when he's on song. Yeah. He's just such a hard matchup and a great player. So okay, so who are you gonna if I had said no to Harley Reid, what what were you thinking? If I if you said no to Harley Reid, I was going to say um, Aaron Cabman from GWS, and oh yeah, and oh, this yeah. is yep. this is this was purely tactical, right? Mm-hmm. So number one pick, so Charlie Kerno is twenty six, twenty six. Okay, so not twenty three. Uh, so yeah, has he shown enough? Or you don't care? No, it wasn't. It wasn't even a. He's shown. Yeah. It was a. I've got the best forward. In the AFL, the best player in the AFL. Yep. And now I've got someone who's considered the best forward prospect in this draft. Whether or not that's the best forward prospect that you've got for like It'd be a risk. It'd be a big risk. Well that's well that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I've got Nick Dacos. Yeah. I've got Tim English, I've got Connor Rose, and I've got Jeremy Cameron. Yep. That's why I was prepared to just take Cadman. Roll the dice on Cadman. Roll the dice. Back in um Adrian Caruso and his wonderful big brain. Yep, um, that's fair. I'd back it. I'd back in Caruso's big brain any day. But it was a, it was a more of a. I wanted mm. Harley Reid. Who's no, I think it. I think it's smart. I, I didn't put any criteria on it. Mm. Um, and you sneaky, sneaky little shifty bastard. little prick. Shifty. <laughs> um, no, well done. I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. What? It, let's 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 do the the what we did for the backs. Take Cameron out. Yeah, yours would obviously be. I'd go Kerno next. I mean, I honestly, I was very close to Toby Green for that wild card as well. Just again, yeah. age and well, I, th- I think Toby Green is clearly a top five player in the comp at the moment. Is Toby Green not the biggest barometer? Oh, for yeah. their for their for their but respective. We, we talk about a, bl- a bloke who will single handedly win games off his own boot. He's quite literally done that. Yeah. Maybe a couple of times this year. Yeah, because they're, they're nowhere. They're no, they're nowhere. And without him, they would be maybe one or two wins. Yeah, easily. So he's, for me, he's a he's a gun. His age, he'd be about 20, 28, 29, I would, I would guess. Yeah. Um, were there any real left field players you were thinking? Um, or flirted with? No, not really. I flirted with Rankin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I flirted with him for a, a, a hot minute. Yeah. Um, as a like a uh, with the utility, the utility I was throwing a dart. I, I wasn't. I wasn't never going to go. Uh, you know, for my midfield, I'm going Clayton Oliver, and the utility is Bond. Like I was always, yeah, yeah. I was always going to throw a dart. Well, I mean, Kerno's sort. yeah, Kerno's got a, a injury history, I suppose, but he's a pretty safe pick. I mean, Coleman yeah. medalists don't grow on trees. No, exactly. Um. Yeah, that's a good exercise, I reckon. Uh, it is, and I guess you could kind of say, like, I've thrown it, if I go Cadman there, oh, I mean, I could have just taken Kerno, because, like, if Cadman turns into Kerno, that's a, like, really good result. Yeah, but you, yeah, but yeah, buy an extra five, six years. Yeah, so it is a good exercise. I, mm. I actually have a lot of fun 
doing that that yeah, sort of thing. Yep, absolutely. So um, yeah, we'll post our post our little post our little teams on our there selections up and see if, uh, if there's any anyone uh, disagrees. I don't know how anyone disagrees. I'm sure you disagree with any of that. I mean, someone will be, someone is really going to pick up on the fact that I've just forgotten about Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, uh, no good exercise. And like you know, it, I hadn't forgotten about Crips or players like this, but um, I just. I feel like Cripps is Lockie Neal, these kind yeah. of guys are on the... Oh, look, Cripps is... I don't know. I don't know. something about Cripps I just didn't want to... Just didn't entertain. I mean, in a, in a world where... Like, he's a beast, don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, in, in a world where Harry Sheasel... Mm. Harry Sheasel didn't get a, like... And I just mentioned those midfielders or the... Uh, who did I say? Oliver, Oliver. Pally. Yeah, yeah. Like Sheezer was, Sheezer would have been probably the most logical pick if you're if you're being. If we're doing this fair income, for if you're the doing long this term, fair income for the long term. Yeah, yeah. but we're not long term fair income. No, people, and we're not, are we? and we're, we're far from fair income. So yeah, in, in all serious note, who do you think their take a wild guess at who you think their first player will be that they sign? Uh, I'd have to look through the. I'd have to look through the list, but I would dare say there's there's probably going to be. I reckon it'd be an ex Tasmanian. Yeah, so I think it'd be like it a would, statement. It, it has to be. Yeah. So I'm looking at ex Tasmanians currently running out of the AFL who are aged probably in their low twenties now. Yeah. So by the time this comes around in five years, they're, they're going to be around sort of that twenty eight, twenty nine mark. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who know that who person they are, is. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to look. Yeah. Um, but I think. Symbolically, an ex-Tasmanian... They have to. I think it has to be done. Yeah. What about the coach? Uh, Fagan will be too old. Yeah. Um, uh, look, I just think you, you just pick the coach on merit. I don't think you worry yeah, about you, the Tasmanian... You don't think there'll be like a like a shady kind of a... Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Dep- well, it depends on the landscape mm. by then. Yeah, because they could, they could very... I could, I could see a world when this shakes out where... They Tasmania has like you know draft picks mm. in this in this draft, then that draft, and they're coming yeah. in. So they're going to do like the Gold Coast thing where they have yeah, where they're like, playing their VFL team, or yeah, whatever VFL it is. team. You have yeah. Louis McKenna as their coach, yeah, yeah, and then that's the coach that they come in with. I could see that. Yeah, I mean it's a great opportunity. I just well, I suppose my point was just that I don't think it needs to be an expat. Whereas I think yeah. symbolically, the first player on the list, even if it's not your best twenty-two mm. player, is. I think it's just a nice thing to do, but not necessary. Yeah. No. Not very good. We did also tease. So we got one more. We got we do have one more. I want to talk about this. This is cuz I liked it. Have you got have you got your notes in front of you? Uh I I will have to get them up because so yeah, you, um, you can you can spoil this while I uh So the basic premise of this is what you know, Live Golf came on the scene. It was the ultimate disruptor. It's come in. It's changed the world of golf. Imagine if that happened for footy, for mm. Aussie Rules footy, for the AFL. What does that's, that look what like? Does, what does live AFL, live footy look like? Mm. Um, and Chris put together what I'd call a, um, a prospectus. <laughs> I put together a, I am, I've got a day off yeah. and I've got a lot of thoughts I yeah. need to just randomly share with someone who won't. And, and, me. and shared and shared you did, um, and I liked it. I thought this is this is a great little alternate universe um, 
live footy style. So this is this is my version of live footy. Live footy. Yeah. Uh, so so who starts it? How's it? How's it? I tell you how it starts. Yeah. So everything's going to plan already. Okay. So the AFL has just given a nineteenth license. Yep. The AFL will not settle on. 19 teams. Uh, there'll be 20 teams for there'll sure. There'll be 20 teams, right? Yep. Where's the 20th team going to come? Uh, well, there's two, there's two places. There's two states, really. In the, it's either WA or SA. Correct. Mm-hmm. Live footy starts after China. China oh, my after, God. After the AFL furiously blocks Gina Reinhardt's bid. For a third team, so she's tried to put the consortium together. The AFL have said no dice, and yeah. she said, she, "And that's got her angry. That's got her angry. It's got her back up, and you don't do that to Gina. No, no. And in the process, the AFL bans all mining companies from sponsoring. That is a risky move. So she completely flips out, yep. loses her mind, mm-hmm. and she starts live footy. Live footy. Love. It. Love it. Live yeah. It. <laughs> Live, love, <laughs> loathe it. Some, might, some are going to probably loathe oh, it. Oh, there's going to be plenty. Yeah. So she's going to start the comp with six teams. Okay. Right? So the Perth Pirates. Yep. That'll be the first team. Yep. Uh, the second team, also based in Perth, going to be called the Hancock Elite. That's a little homage to her company. Yep. And uh, there'll be one team based in Victoria, the West Melbourne Miners. Nice. Wearing a Eureka Stockade jersey, mm-hmm. just to sort of uh, what whereabouts in West Melbourne are they going to be situated? Please? That's a great question. I haven't figured that <laughs> okay, out yet. Okay, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, Stockade Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a Eureka Stockade. You know, kind oh, so of. They're, a, so they're in Ballarat, right? No, okay, no, too cold. No, too cold. Uh, you know, it's like the the Rebels kind of a yeah. kind of a feel. So that's yep. that's the angle they're going there. Yeah, like it. Uh, one team in Queensland, the mm-hmm. Queensland Prospectors. That's that's an easy one. Yeah, that's um, that's yeah. Palmer. That's Palmer Town. That's, that, and they and they're that's actually Clive gonna, Town. That's that's yeah. They're going to play everywhere. Yep. The team in Sydney will be the Botany Explorers. Yep. And this last one, mm-hmm. there's going to be a Tasmanian team. Ooh, they're going to go head to head against the Devils already. They're going to be called the Tasmanian Devils. You know why? No. She's going to fuck over the AFL and buy the the team the team naming rights. Because she has got more money than the AFL. This is uh, indeed true. So that's my version of mm-hmm. live golf. That's how live. Sorry, that's my version of live footy. That's how live footy starts. That's how live footy starts. So, um, well, we we won't get into the nitty gritty because we haven't. Probably we just have. <laughs> well, I haven't thought it through. Oh, I'm just talking about my first thought was six teams finals. Please explain. Uh, top four. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I was the only uh, suggestion I was going to put forward is like um, a team, and they don't have to be from Perth. Maybe maybe Adelaide. You haven't got anyone from Adelaide, have you? No, I didn't. So maybe like the um, the Adelaide um, Twilight, and it's basically just blokes who look like um, vampires. Edward, Edward Cullen. That they should be from the Twilight movie. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm thinking. Okay. So I'm thinking Eric Hipwood is captain. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oliver, Oliver Henry is vice captain. Yeah. Um, and then, and obviously, his how, brother Jack Henry can be vice in the leadership group. Yeah, and you know how they like North used to be the Friday night specialists. Well, <laughs> these guys are just like the Twilight specialists. Like they just only play 
when it gets dark. Um, yeah. But yeah, okay. <laughs> so that, that that's kind of what it looks like. And to me, I, I didn't put a team in South Australia mm. because that's where the AFL was going to go for the 20th team after it rejected um, Miss Ryan Of course. Hart. Okay, very smart. So yep. um, South Australia, obviously... Um, Apologies. Yeah. I was so, sorry. <laughs> sorry you didn't get a team. Uh, but... Uh, so that's live footy. Um, that's what so live footy looks like. Watch your space. Yeah. Anything, What's this space? Anything could happen. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like different changes or anything, I haven't really mapped that out. No. I more just mapped out how it's actually just going to come to fruition. I reckon just one umpire, back to basics. Yeah. No, there's... If you think there's going to be score reviews, you no score thing. reviews, no stand, no, nah. just just play footy, just just hard footy, just minor minor type footy. Yeah, go on the miners, get the, get the hard hats on, go on the miners, get up there miners, get up there miners, go on the prospect, go you twilight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that was that was what ran through my brain one I liked day. It. Yeah, when it was a it was a stream of consciousness, I just said, just stop. Yeah, stop what you're doing. Save we're this. Saving this for the pot. save your keep your powder. Dry. Keep your powder dry, please. <laughs> uh, no, I loved it. Well done, mate. Thank you. That's what live footy looks like, and that that my friends is a glimpse into the future. Yeah, it is, um, and probably a really good way to wrap this up. I think tie so. a nice little bow on this. Yep. Episode. So I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to. Uh... No, look. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Hello, everyone. The YouTube. And of course, um, thanks for listening and watching. Shop early. Always shop early. Speaking of floating on air, Mm -hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Full enough alert. My last sale is Chupa Chup Wrappers. (laughs) You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I I, um, I don't feel any of those things. (laughs) Neither do I. I don't look at... Wah, 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 wah. Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy.